Nobody wants the, to see my fat no, ass jiggling they, all over the they place. No, they want to. Trust me. You may that want was, to. You can laugh. That was a, was I but laughing, Kathy? But our listeners don't want Was to. I laughing? Have you heard me laugh this whole time you were doing your you know magic what dance? What? what? I was looking in your eyes and I could see you were laughing inside. Inside? Like in my urethra? Exactly. Urethral laughing? It was urethral laughing. That's it. That's the name of this show. Urethral laughing. No one's going to get it. Make a note. They'll Even get it once they heard. people who listen to the show aren't going to get it. <laughs> They'll go, these guys. Well, everybody who's not here, are you guys ready to do a show? Woo! Thank you for the enthusiasm, <laughs> Dell. Blame me The following show the is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Perverted podcast. Come and join the kinky world of play. Yes, it is. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of Dell once again. Hello, Dell. Hi. <laughs> I'm Kathy. I am Count Boogie. I'm Dell. <laughs> and uh, over there he is Unger Plunger, whatever I am this week. Um, did you just say Woo! Unger the Plunger? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> okay, that needs to be a jingle the- now. Unger the Plunger. Unger the Plunger. Unger the... No. I like it. No, no, I got it. No, okay. I didn't want to interrupt. That's good. Why is Dell on a mic behind me? If he's going to be on a mic, shouldn't he be sitting in the guest chair for crying out loud? Well, if this way, he's not a guest host, so he can still technically just nerd. Nerd out on yeah, his Yeah, he can phone. nerd out. If he's in the guest chair, you can't nerd. Well, I'm actually not really nerding. I'm on Discord in the... Yeah, yeah, that's nerding. No, yeah, that's, that's helping that's, the show. That's fine. That's where, that's where he's in that seat. That okay. seat, you're focused on the discussion. That seat, you're focused on the peripherals. You know what's ridiculous about this show? What is, is ridiculous about this show? Every other time that we've had Dell on the show, he has stuff to say, but he doesn't have juicy tales to tell us. And tonight of all nights, on a night where he has juicy uh, tales to tell, he's not sitting in the guest host chair. That's kind of fine behind you. Well, it's kind of, you can picture it now that he's behind you. You can just, when he says stuff like, what is this about you attending an orgy? Yes, Dale, tell us. Okay, you're not even going to do the pit potato intro. Gotcha. Oh, wait. Oh, no, thank you. Oh, 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 hey, thank <laughs> Holy poop. Kathy loves a potato mayhem. Did you say holy poop? I said holy poop. Why? <laughs> Because it was... It's it holy was, shit, but wholesome. <laughs> it was wholesome. It's the PG version of holy, holy shit. poop. <laughs> It just sounds like the kids called it poop. What was that in Adam Sandler? Holy poop. Devil woman. Go ahead, Del. Tell us about your orgy. So I attended an orgy on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, How was that? And why? I just don't understand why I wasn't oh. invited to that. Or well, you you, you either, don't? Kathy. <laughs> Shut up. Hey. How do you know I wasn't invited? You probably were. No. Now, was this an impromptu orgy? Or is it planned? It was on my calendar as a maybe for about a month or so. Hmm. It was also listed on FetLife, so you might have even seen it. Now, okay. set the stage. Were there strangers there? Did everybody know each other? Ah, uh, I knew about half the people there. Half the people? Yeah, that's there were about 20 of them. Wow, 20. that's a fucking orgy. <laughs> that's a big, it's a big group of fucking... Yeah, of, you- of that, I think 
about half of them actually Fox and the other half were just watching or were doing other things. Were you a spectator? Were you a spectator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I participated near the end with, with the guest of honor. What? Really? Yes, yeah, so we had a slut of honor and they got their own cake. Oh, really? Why weren't you the slut of honor? Because I didn't come over from a different state to be said slot. That I'm already would here. Mean so they what? literally made a thing to where it's like, hey, we're going to bring somebody in from like Massachusetts. They, they, they <laughs> want to have a slot or like they're a slot and they're like, we could have a party for them. And they're like, yes. And then they did. So and are you allowed to give any other details or do you not want to mm, give details? Probably better not to. Um, I'm being, <laughs> I, I'm doing details, but I'm being vague. So you can't like, yeah, you don't have to name yeah. names. Yeah. 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 Okay. Give us details. What'd you you say Mr. X and Madam J. The JJ. Ow! Ow! Thank you, Mew! Mew, Ow! did you just howl? <laughs> Jesus. Ow! I can't howl. Uh, Shoot. So, there was supposed to be sushi eating off of someone, but that didn't happen. We had the sushi, though. But, the but it was that... between her legs. Ow! If, if you want to call that sushi. Ow! Um... But one of the main draws was they had a motor bunny, and there were about almost every female rode that at some point. It was wow. quite fun to watch. Yeah. Nice. And they had like six or seven different attachments. So they were shenanigans. That was oh, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Was are there, good. let me ask a question. Was there Matticide? Yes. In between? Yeah, we switched out the attachments and we did. did a little, we little due diligence. Just, just wanted, was, just wanted due to make diligence. sure. Okay. Very good. Nice. That's very good. Anything else you'd like to share? <laughs> I think that's the end of the show right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like more. Hey, if he's willing to give. They had a sex um, blanket tent in the back, which I might have been in. in the, so it's by like, might, I mean yes. So <laughs> He's not just giving up all pretense. <laughs> I was in the tent. I was in the, Let me tell you, blanket forts, <laughs> when you build a blanket fort as an adult, it's all bets sex. are off. It's all bets sex. are off. Yeah. It is literally. It's like the you know, the you know the harem kind of Alibaba. Well, this the one ninety was, thieves or whatever that was, and it's just you. You have your yeah. It's this amazing. one was definitely more structurally sh- sound than the sex swing that was in the main room, right? <laughs> and then the like the wedge foam couch, which there was a th- a threesome like. Eiffel Tower on it's like that thing's squishy. and Eiffel that- Tower did you they hold hands at the top and be like yeah no no just the arrangement of that and then it's like they, uh-huh. they switch directions occasionally take a break right, right and then yeah. the final question were there any injuries I don't actually think there are any injuries lame not a real full orgy not a real orgy yes nobody not, got hurt if someone doesn't lose an eye Kathy no you don't not lose real- an eye in an orgy holy poop devil woman maybe we a testicle but not so there's that yeah. but that's safe oh I had electricity the other day when <laughs> we were painting the rooms and I was the one that said I'll take off all the covers of the you know electrical outlets you know so you can cover them with him. tape. Yeah, because if not, idiots fucking just paint over it, and you're not allowed to have paint gouged into outlets. So, you know, I unscrew it, and then I got a screwdriver, and then, you know, there, you know, people paint and then immediately put it on, so it kind of sticks to the paint. So I got to pry it off a little. So I jammed the metal screwdriver in the side of one, and you just give it a little, you know, pop to pop off the plate. And I might have been a little aggressive, and I might have made contact. <laughs> 
Boogie, you know you... How are you alive? Muse's <laughs> laughing Muse her alive. ass off. I swear to God, it was like a firework explosion about five feet wide. You and it exaggerate, just went, No, I'm not. It went... And literally, it just welded, instantly welded the fucking uh, flathead screwdriver. And Tom walks in afterwards, and I'm just standing there, and the plate's on the ground. I'm like, <laughs> that was interesting. I said, hey, Tom, maybe I should pry him off from the top. And he, I show him what I did, and, he, and it was his screwdriver. <laughs> oh, that's went, why that one was so fucked up. And he looks at it, and he's like, yeah, yeah. This You're is, not filling me with confidence here. Is, but I mean, man, are, aren't just, you the electrical play dude? It just went... Well, I'm the... Who takes I'm, a screwdriver to I, an outlet? I, I, I didn't take it to the outlet. I took it to the plate covering the outlet. So within half an inch. And you just <laughs> slipped and fell and it went right in the hole. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. I slipped and fell and it I fell right into I the fell. hole. <laughs> I was on my counter naked, uh, dusting the blinds, and I slipped and a... Lubed potato wound up in my ass. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Cardinal Mickey. ER stories. <laughs> that was that was actually uh, we talked about that on the show once. It was a Catholic yeah. cardinal or something, and he's that's the excuse he gave when he had to go to the ER with a potato up his ass. Million yeah. to one shot. Oh my God, Kathy! Yeah. What else? We Unger. Yes, Boogie. Unger, Unger, Unger. Blood crotch. Unger, Unger, Unger. What? Blood crotch. So Unger, it says here Unger throws an axe. <laughs> I, I, we've talked about this. I've done it many times. I know, but, but it's just eventful. that's all that's listed. So that's you, what you did this week. You so threw an axe. You were, <laughs> that was your big event for that, the. Well, that was last week. That was almost a week ago. Dell went to an orgy and, and Unger threw I an threw axe. Threw an axe and ended up at a bar until with well, the after, axe. Well, after the with the axe throwing people and you killed a bunch of people at no, the bar. No one died. No one died. No one died. I lost, but no one died. You lost what? Your axe? No, the the the. The our our league, I did not do well. You did well. Didn't you say you were going up again? You've been doing this now for like two months. Yeah. Do so. you guys have shirts like bowling leagues and bowling you shoes? Should. Like tacky <laughs> axe throwing uh, shoes, cleats on them. So, so yeah, no, cleats would be better. So no, <laughs> but we do have like individualized axe blade covers and people. Oh, monogrammed. Oh no! Did you have to modify like your to make yours legal? Ball. Well, yeah, a lot I am of the Jesus. Have to be modified to make to to be legal. Uh, people will paint them and color their axes and do things wow. like that. Do you have one of those? I I haven't painted mine yet. Do they put little like feather hanging cliffs like Steven Tyler from Aerosmith and just have like no yeah! that, that would mess up the the throwing. Well, I mean, you just have the cover and then you just walk around with it and then when it's time to take although, it off, although, you have your assistant that you hand it to. There you is go, a guy that has that has like put spikes in his blade. <laughs> nice. What? There's some crazy people I, who, who who have the machinery to little time on their hands to uh, go that extra creative niche. Too notch. much time on the hands. They're yeah. throwing axes. They have yeah. plenty of this, time. Well, you know, time. but they're not catching fucking machops. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> That's what they're not doing. Unger, Unger did. What did I mean? You were chopping because it was an axe. <laughs> Nothing. Okay, no. Nothing. Yeah, Mew just left me. Just left me in the <laughs> dust on that one. She's uh, she's <laughs> been. She sh- laughed at leaving <laughs> you in the dust. <laughs> well, there's no league this week, so we're going to a strip club. There what? you go. Axes and if strippers. You, if you can't throw axes, go watch a stripper. <laughs> if I heard it once, I heard it a hundred times. God damn it! Holy poop, Unger. <laughs> so you're gonna go? You're gonna get a lap dance? No, no, no. But all 
like you'd have to have of, like six different hookers. Is this a the lot of people one? from our league. Are I mean, going. strippers. <laughs> the Axe League. And there's like 22 people in the league, so that's a lot of On lapping. Tour bus. No, we're just going to meet there. It's a field trip. That's nice. It's an Axe League field trip. Axe League field trip. <laughs> Say it three times really fast. Axe League field trip. Axe League field trip. I said hookers instead of strippers. Because why I, read. I thought of a new game, Kathy. Okay. Because you know how you have Google Maps? And you know how people do goofy shit on Google Maps? Yeah. And I was just, I was having one of the, you ever have those days where you're just kind of, you know, you're not aggressively perving, but you're just kind of like got that like dirty, horny kind of feeling. It doesn't happen often um, when you get old. But you get that kind of like, you know, like something like dirty. And I'm like looking at something. I'm looking for a raid, you know, pokey raid on Google Maps and I'm going down the street and I'm seeing there's like people and all of a sudden I go, you know, I bet if you went to like Google Maps and like looked up like places where there's a lot of prostitutes, you might be able to find on Google Maps like some street walkers doing their thing and then you could jerk off looking at the street walkers on Google Maps. That is the cheapest fucking porn I have ever heard of in my just life. That whole you fantasy cheap motherfucker. What? I'm just saying. It's Man, just like creepy voyeur. porn boogie. What? Like you can get free porn. I'm just saying. It's just that thing where you... Look, Dell's fascinated right now. Well, more of I was going to like make it slightly classier. If you want to be fancier and spend some money, just get a drone and you can just watch them from above. No, this is like catching them on Google, man. That's high tech. To where then you can like literally, because I mean, every city, every major city has, this is where the prostitutes walk. And like, if you had like a little website that's like hooker spots, (laughs) the hooker game. And then you'd be like, oh, that's, I mean, it's very objectifying. It's very. And yet you're laughing your ass off. It is. I thought it was amazing. (laughs) And it gave me that like, uh, because first, I don't know why. But there is something that is just terribly dirty and sexy about seeing a prostitute on the street. I don't know. It's like a thing. I, like you go by, like I can have sex any time I want. But there's just something about like that is a person that is that is sexual right now. I don't know what it is. Hmm. And I'm sure yes, with sex trafficking all fuck you. I have a fetish for it. I'm not apologizing. It it's something that I'm like drive by the airport and there's the prostitutes that walk and you know and you're just like oh yeah like i wouldn't i've never seen them in the states i only saw them in canada not much there used to be a lot more uh there used to be a lot more but uh you guys gotta go on google maps and, find and i'm spots. sure it's all horrible and whatever <laughs> i'm pretty you know. sure it's easier to find just cats and dogs just like chasing the camera i'm really not that sexually attracted to cats and dogs but i appreciate They're um your enthu- yeah that's that's just you now <laughs> you've left we've de- You've left in a different world. Oh, look, she feels bad for me. Hi, Pumpkin. Is Mew crawling under the Mew's desk? Mew's under again. the desk. It's cuddle time. She wants to be my little prostitute. <laughs> last night, last night, um, in between the the eighteen thousand hours, because it's a it's a fighting Pokemon uh, thing, and I have obsessed. Dell. Yeah. You have a little thing you can look at in your phone that says how many of these fucking things you've caught. And I don't know why I'm obsessed with Machops. Mm-hmm. They're like a cute little lizard. Reminds me of my childhood. I've caught f- 535 in eight days, which means an average of eight hours a day driving around. That's I'm going lot. through some shit. 
Kathy? That's I'm a just, lot of driving around I'm just, looking for I'm just for virgin for little little machops. They're not lizards. They're humanoid wrestlers. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what? It looks like a little blue lizard to me, so fuck off. And it's got a little belly and that's fine. So uh and the event ends tomorrow, so I'm I'm dropping cuz uh but I have my first X-ray and uh I I just I don't know where I'm going with this Kathy, but it's been weird. I have seen you know I actually set my alarm this... I, we went to bed last night. Oh, that's right. I was talking about Mew. Uh, last night, Mew's like, hey, can we play tonight? Because uh, Bunny was supposed to come over and she wasn't feeling well, so she didn't come over. And I'm like, yeah, what do you want to do? And she's like, you know, we haven't done wax playing in a long time. And instead of being lazy, I just said, I will set it up for you and we will do a wax play scene. And we did a very lovely wax play scene, full coverage. I mean, I literally put enough wax that if you put a little bit of oil down first and I've talked about this on the show it peels up in like giant pieces I put so much I probably put about two to four pounds of wax on her and it's on what so, part of her oh whole body like on her back ne- no front. oh her front her front so um like ankles to neck you know that everything in between and I was able to literally pull up a shroud of mew and just hold it up. And she's like, look, there's my belly button. Like a lizard shedding its skin. Like a lizard shedding its skin. So, and it was sweaty and whatever. (laughs) And so then, you know, I cleaned her all off and it was really just nice to see her very relaxed because it's been so tense and I've been really, um, almost committable. I'm, I'm literally at the stage where, where my brain is now paranoid and, and fucked up enough that I'm almost committable. That's why I've been driving around, you know, I think, I think that that's preferable. Yeah. So, look, catch the little fucking machops and, uh, you know, look for... A sh- I got two shinies, by the way. Um, they both sucked, but whatever. They're little. They're cute. And uh, so then afterwards, it was great. Uh, put her in the shower, you know, rinsed her off a little bit. Uh, came in. We had some sexy time. And then I'm like, I'm not done. And so I bent her back over the table, stuck my tongue in her ass, got it wet and fucked her in the ass. And then... Uh, and then put her to bed and then drove around. <laughs> drove around, got some more machops. It was uh, a good night. Dug your tongue in her ass. Stuck my tongue in her ass. Fucked her in the ass. Fucked her in the ass after that. And she put was her to not, bed. She was not really ready for that. Yes, so she could play her video games, by yeah. the way. We're both And junkies. then went out to play your games. Yeah. Well, that's a full night. That's as a far full as night. Concerned. That was it. I mean, what more do you want? I, I don't know. Sex and video games. Sex, yeah. Did you get any dick? I did, well, blowjob dick. Doesn't no, it doesn't count. count. I mean, no, you getting no, no you getting the fuck. No. I mean, it's cool. You're sexual. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's still being very, very careful, which is nice and annoying at the same time. I mean, I sure. I don't know how to say it any other way. It's nice and annoying. So I'm and I'm sitting there watching Netflix. So he's doing his own thing off on his computer, and I'm watching Netflix. And I'm watching that Christopher Robin movie, which. Is Winnie the Pooh right? Take it's off really kind good. Of thing. It's really good, and it's I really, love. It's a downer, though. It kind in of bits. well. In is it like a Tim Burton version? Yes. Of- it made me cry. It, it gets not Tim Burton lie. like really depressing, oh, and wow. then like the last 15 percent, it got happy again. Yes, that's nice. But it's Winnie the Pooh, and I love <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. He's just one of my favorites. I have a Tigger tattoo on my arm. I like Tigger, but Pooh. But Pooh. 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 Holy poop. Weird for, not, no. Don't you. Holy Winnie the Pooh. Bastardize my Winnie the Pooh. And so I love Winnie the Pooh and I'm watching it. And at some point, um, 
and it's it's very uh, personal to me. I love that those stories, and I've been holding off on watching this show, this movie, because I, I want to really be able to just look at it at a time when there's no other distractions and he's off doing his own thing and made it clear that he's, you know, we're going to go slow because my knee's still not back to normal, which I think I pulled a calf muscle. It's taken like four fucking weeks to heal. Those things so, are yeah. take a long time because oh you got to walk. I got to walk. And so I just saw a hand pop up <laughs> out <Yeah>. of nowhere. <laughs> That's my penis, by the way, Kathy. Do you have yeah. a five-fingered penis. <laughs> I do. Hello there. I Free do. hand size. Wait, wait, you ready? Now. <laughs> wait, you ready? Penis, make a fist. Oh, good. Okay. So hard. Penis thrust. Okay, penis. Put up one finger. Ugh. Okay, oh, good. Is your penis, penis now a Pokemon? Just give me a command. That's the right. Room, man. Penis. Give the thumbs up. Ugh. Oh, that's good, penis. Okay, go back. Uh, <laughs> Five-fingered penis needs to be a band name. Camp, camp, <laughs> camp, camp Boogie and his trained penis. That was, that was perfect, Mew. <laughs> We should have video, which we shouldn't no, have video. we can't have video, I know. I know we can't. So I'm watching this thing, and he comes over, because he, he hears me kind of laughing, and, and he comes over, and he stands behind me, and he's watching what I'm watching. So I'm watching, and I'm getting, like, really emotional. I love this. It's just so beautiful. And it's Winnie the Pooh come to life, and it's just, I am loving it. Out of nowhere, this penis he reaches just over, over with a finger hits the pause button and he goes all right time for blowjob oh my god (laughs) i just had a moment of who is this man i don't even know you i turned over my left shoulder to look at him and i said are you out of your fucking mind you can't Stop, Winnie the Pooh, and ask for a blowjob. What's the matter with you? And, and then I all of a sudden, you're only allowed to interrupt things you've already seen, not new shit. Did no. half of that it get interrupted horrible. by you going, What the My voice went into a whole other level. <laughs> oh, no, no. He saw the look of horror on my face. I was just beyond, I had no words for someone who would pause. Winnie the Pooh to say, time for a fucking blowjob. For his blowjob. Yes. Captain Phenomenal <laughs> strikes again. This is beyond any ice cream sandwich. <laughs> you, you I don't know me. whether he was just trying to placate me. You get into Kathy's really, poo that's all over, man. True. Don't get into my fucking poo. I don't know whether he was trying to placate me or he was generally interested because he goes, let's go watch it on the couch. I'm, all, I'm already like halfway through. Well, I don't mind. We can watch it all the way from the beginning again. And I'm like, I know what's going on here. (laughs) He's trying to make up for the fact that he just tried to pause Winnie the Pooh (laughs) for a fucking blowjob. But did he get it? Much, much later. We watched (laughs) Winnie the Pooh, man. (laughs) I said, fine, let's go. We sat down. We watched the whole movie. I'm like, okay, I feel better now. You know, fine. I'll suck your dumb dick. That That was, I just... (laughs) Rude. Does it really? Is it? That's that? like Mew when Mew's in, invested in like sixteen straight hours of dofus or something, and she's just sitting there. And I come and I like rub her leg, and she just goes. <laughs> that's what I. That's that's the noise I wanted to make. <laughs> or I just like start rubbing her tummy. She's like. Well, were you watching it on Netflix? Because then it, it's kind of on. <laughs> Yeah, it's on Netflix. So Netflix and chill literally. <laughs> what? Netflix and chill literally. Wait, have you not heard that phrase? What? Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. 
Yeah, it's basically a euphemism for sex. She's like, oh, let me come over and we'll watch a show. And then you just have sex on the couch instead. It's a euphemism. He he knows. Unger knows. Uh, Unger, so basically Unger and Dell are much cooler than Also than Mew. Mew was giggling when I said it. She knows Kathy, the phrase. She's 535 laughing. Machops. I'm pretty cool. No, you're not. <laughs> that life is the place Talk about genital torture in subspace We share our kinky thrills With perverts from around the world Yeah, perverted podcast talking about that life, motherfucker for your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. This isn't working for me. I said, why isn't Dell sitting over there instead of behind me? And I keep having to turn around. But tormenting you is so fun. Oh, my God. I've got another one in the room. Next, that penis just comes over the shoulder and goes, now? We'll make that noise. <laughs> and you bop it on the head. Well, also, if I went over there, I'd have to move the mic, and we know we hate the noise we make. I make when if, I move If it. you say I'm going to move the, the mic, mic, I can oh, yeah. pause it. Yeah, Do you want to sit in the logical. chair? No, I, it's fun tormenting. Okay, yeah, himself. Yeah. All right, this is going to be fun. This one was yours once again, this and one good. that you chose. Well, I'm surprised you chose this. It's called "I'm Kind of a Cuck Queen." Because that's what I am. I'm I'm a cuck queen. That's it, Kathy. You know, no, that's no. Yours. Go ahead. Why don't you explain first of all the people who don't know what that is? Well. Actually, let's explain it after after the thing because there's some definition issues. There, I don't know I, that I'm reading exactly what. Well, you Well, go want ahead and to, just okay. read. I'll just. This is yeah. by Daddy's Bound Angel, who says one of the things I was super scared of when we ventured into a polyamorous lifestyle was how I would feel watching my daddy being intimate with another woman. Would I be able to handle it? Would I lose my mind and freak out? Would I cry? Naturally, all of these things happened in some capacity, and through a ton of communication, we have emerged through that growing pain and found our footing as a poly couple. It wasn't a flipping the lights on kind of epiphany, but a slow crawl to the realization that not only am I not reacting negatively to seeing intimacy, I'm enjoying it. I get to share something and someone amazing with someone else for just a little while. It makes me wet knowing he fucked her so good she can't wait to come back. And I get it whenever I want. Lovely, darling. Lovely, lovely. That's lovely. why I think she says I'm kind of a cut queen because See, a cuck. Uh, what? No, go ahead. A cuck, a cook older who, however, I don't know what the male term is for it, but it's somebody Cook-old. who enjoys uh, watching their loved one or significant other with another partner because it makes them feel humiliated yes. and degraded. It, yeah, that is definitely... Whereas will, hers is the opposite. I will add in, you don't have to be watching, you just have to know about it. Sure. Exactly. So she actually gains a tremendous amount of joy knowing. See, and that would be a little bit different. It might be, uh, Muse says, like, compersion. Cause, and here's the thing. I Bunny's not here, and Mew can't talk. So... <laughs> So this is going to be the recipient of the joy, uh, you know, sounding off on this. So um, so bear with. But, yeah, definitely the impressions of Cook is that there's some humiliation involved. Even if it's humiliation that is, um, like, in Bunny's circumstance, it's humiliation. But she's well aware in the back of her mind that a lot of that is about her and that it's it's – it's not humiliation, like literally get the fuck out. She's there. We're acknowledging you, even though it's like you don't get to join. You need to stay down there. You're a bad girl. You don't, you know, whatever the role play is in our situation, it's kind of like 
cuckold, but it's more play cuckold because eventually I am going to drag her back on the bed and then we're going to molest her. I mean, that's and true. Whatever. In, in order so, to be humiliated or degraded, you have to first be acknowledged. Right. So you're right. It's not, you're not really ignoring that person. Yeah. And in, and in, in like, uh, from what I hear from a lot of the, the male cuckold situations is where you bring in a bull and it's, you're definitely playing on that inferiority. This guy's here because your little dick's not good enough. This guy's here because you can't satisfy me. And then it goes to that different kind of level. And that is that humiliation is a big turn on uh, to a certain uh, certain type of brain. So, uh, but in our situation uh, with with Bunny, it's definitely more more play humiliation to where she can get in the headspace that she's not good enough. But then it's validated and built back up very quickly in the scene. Sometimes the cuckolds that are very humiliating, like the you're not good enough, this person's replacing you, that type of stuff, there's still an aftercare process for a lot of of the people to where they're then built back up to being a good person, an amazing person, that sort of thing. The thing that Mew has is more kind of the compersion. Am I correct? To where it, uh, I'm looking, now I'm just going to look down at her face and I'm going to speak and then she will uh, knowledge. To where, um, is it sexy to you, I'll just ask you, is it sexy to you when I do things to another woman because it looks sexy? No. Is it... Uh, 20 questions, <laughs> here we go. 20 questions. Is it based on the fact that it's making me happy or the other person happy? So you like seeing other people feeling good and being happy. Is it because it gives you a sense of pride that the love God that is daddy just has women come in and I just fucking wreck them and that's your daddy? Is that? Of course. She's that so is good, smiling. Good, that's good girl. <laughs> Is it that... Um, oh, my God. Shut up, Kathy. <laughs> I'm talking to my feet here. Is that her title now? Is that, well, she's she's laying on her back at my feet, and I'm just looking down between my legs at her face. Here's I love how we're, we're all on mics, but we're all looking we're under all the table. We're looking down to get the answers from you. Um, uh, is it that when I bend you over and I stick my tongue in your ass to lube it up so I can fuck you in the ass that that makes you feel like some other bitches have to experience this type of shit. Yeah, good answer. Correct. Thank you, Pumpkin. Huh? Oh. Yeah, that's the other aspect <laughs> of Muse conversion is she says, usually I'm just tired. And... <laughs> I totally get that. So she just literally, her compersion is, please. The sloth of lust. I'll please, just watch daddy fuck she's, someone. No, she's just literally like, because, you know, when the Viagra's working and I'm in that mode, I don't come. So I just stay perverted, uh, you know, and it just it just goes. And so she's like, you know, I come a couple times and it's like, get the fuck off me. And I'm still like, ah. And so she literally just points her finger at the other person in the bed and goes, take her, not me, take her. I feel you, Mew, because that's exactly how I feel sometimes. Like, can't you just find someone else to give you a hand job? I really don't want to do it. Go find yourself someone else. That's how I feel. It's a little different. 
No. It's a little different because we're working on the other person. <laughs> yeah, she's laughing. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're usually making the other person come, Kathy. Uh, it's no, not, I'm, it's, I'm all for letting someone else take over. I'd do like a relay. You're it. Right. Yeah, now that's throwing them under the bus. That's not throwing someone under the bus. Yeah, that's well, that's what we call it because literally I'll just grab a leg and they'll just go, bye, and I'll drag them away off the edge. It's like, I'll pray cave manny and stuff. It's very funny. So, yeah, there's different, definitely different uh, aspects of cook conversion or uh, compersion, stuff like that. And once again, uh, turning it around now to the vulnerable and the reality, most people don't have that. I don't have that. I'm very, very fortunate that I have said this is who I am and this is what I need and this is what I'm looking for. And I'm entitled to look for people that do have conversion or a little bit of a humiliation fantasy like money. Uh, I myself don't have that. I am a jealous motherfucker when it comes to me being made to feel like that. I don't don't enjoy it. It's not what I'm into. So a lot of people, both male and female, they just don't have that. And that's just I, I I can't you people say it's a maturity issue. I think that's no. mostly bullshit. I think there really is just a certain type of brain that, you know, maybe there's a little bit of, of nurture. Um, but I just think in the nature of getting turned on by seeing someone have sex with your partner, I think that's just a different kind of per- archetype or something. No, I agree. I mean, you can. You can work on your maturity. You can um, make yourself be a better person and gain something out of life. You can absolutely get something. But if it's not in you, it's not in you. End of story. You're not yeah. going to make yourself be happy about it. I just, there are elements of it I enjoy. I enjoy just the voyeuristic notion of watching him with someone else. Um, I enjoy You are that a voyeur. I, I am a total voyeur. I have seen you on more than one occasion like, ooh, I get to watch something. I do get that wide-eyed look like, <laughs> like that, yeah. Do you uh, ever masturbate when he does things to other people? No, because I the vo- it, voyeurism isn't all about getting off because if it were, I'd just watch porn. That's okay. what That's what I use porn for. It's it's a very odd and difficult thing to describe. It's just I, I like so to be that fly on the wall. So it's creepier because you're not touching yourself. It's more that. Hey. No, no. There's <laughs> is that something... is that the sound you make in the corner when Captain Phenomenal is doing something to someone else? You just sit there and go. Hey. Oh my god! This hey. image you have of me. No, hey. I'm not a beast. Just in the maybe corner. under a cover and you just peek out an eye. Hey. That would be the creepiest thing ever. I don't think any girl would. Creepy Kathy. I'm sure creepy Kathy and Captain Amazing. (laughs) Maybe like Captain Phenomenal and Creepy Kathy. Would you say, Dom? It's like maybe the Mew would like it. Who's smiling at that noise? (laughs) Yes. No, I just uh, you know. Have you ever gone in a closet? Just gone in a closet and said, "Hey, I'm going to watch you from a closet like a creeper." No. To where you're in your own safe zone, and they kind of know you're watching, but you're just like you you know, pull a little blind. It sounds to me like this was something you want to do. No, no, it's I would not. never want to do. No, that. no, but I know a lot of people are into that. I definitely know. I know people that have done that non consensually, and that's fucking fucked up. Yeah, um, that's no but good. Uh, but yeah, that's a thing. So it's like everyone knows. And once again, if everyone knows and you've negotiated it, go ahead and then be creepy. And there's a little hand. Down here. Is she touching you? She's touching my hand. She's very cute. She I like is, her little she hand. She's very cute. It's very sweet. She's throwing you under the bus? 
That's not what the term means. <laughs> it is. No. When you throw when, somebody When the at- bus is coming at you and you're like, I don't want to get hit by this bus, I'm going to fucking push this person That's in front of it. That's literally not what she's doing. That is what she does. No. She's like, because I look at her and I'm like, huh? And she's like, no, take her. And when she's by herself and she wants to game and I'm like, oh, ah. She's got she, this look on her face She's just like, like I don't have a scapegoat. Oh, no. She has a look on her face that says, I'm so misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a that's <laughs> good topic. Glad we didn't have any actual. Well, we had a little bit of your experiences. Yeah. But it would have been nice to have Bunny here. But Bunny's not feeling well. Hopefully she'll feel better in a little bit. Ah. And we haven't checked on Unger, so let's do that. (laughs) Of course. Unger. Yes, Boogie. Unger, what type of magic is... Wait a minute, my penis is being played with. Hang on a second. Sorry, I I just can't look at Unger. In the middle of a show. I just can't look at Unger while my balls are being tickled. Why not? I'm just not... Look at Del. Nope, looking straight ahead. (laughs) Now they're both looking at you. (laughs) Don't look at me. Oh, they're looking Ah. at you. (laughs) Make eye contact. Oh my God, he's got a creepy clown face. That's nice. (laughs) And uh, the moment's gone. God damn it. (laughs) So, Unger, what's going on in the chat room? Not not a lot tonight, actually. It's but but there of, is a Winnie the Pooh, like full on furry yeah, with a giant uh, penis. Yeah, and I tried to find more to back that up, and I haven't. Found it's Livy in there. Yet. No, she's not at the moment. She's, but she. I did talk to her before the show. You better tell that bitch to and get on she her said gifts. She sent it to both you and Mew right before. Oh the show. yeah, and the one the special egg that she sent to Mew turned into a uh, a low a lowen. Lowland Vulpix, beautiful Good. and white. So yes, cute. totally cute. I got like a frog or some well, shit. I, I don't think she can control what they turn into. Whatever into. she can't. But God damn it, why'd mine turn into? I don't even know what it turned into. So but, send but gifts. See, it's a whole thing, Kathy. You, you have gifts with me. I have friends in in Germany, Brazil, whatever, and then you send each other gifts, and they hatch little Pokemon shit. Go ahead, Unger. And besides that, we're kind of quiet tonight, other than the Winnie the Pooh, and I... So you're going to send Kathy all those pictures and destroy your childhood? <sighs> My childhood has been destroyed already. Oh, there it is. There it is, Kathy. Look nope, behind you. not looking. <laughs> Just look behind you. <laughs> not looking. There it is. Now, That's... this is one of those moments I'm glad he's behind me, because <laughs> well, I don't want to You are welcome. <laughs> you are such a hypocrite. <laughs> you're a double standard, goddammit. Uh, well, yeah. tell him tell him we love him in there. When he, and, and, what is that called? Anthropomorphic? When Winnie the Pooh is... I, I think that's right. Is that right? We're so educated, Ken. <laughs> We're very smart and educated. Been, uh, so that's that's all that... Whoa, wait. We have a perverted mailbox. Yes, we do. Oh. We have two uh, emails, and these are from Patreon supporters. Sexy Mexi, who has been our supporter for two years. Yay! Yay! He wrote in response to your email, which you were telling them we're going to up in our game. Right. He writes, anything you decide to do would be awesome. Honestly, though, just knowing I'm a small part in keeping... The show going is reward enough. You all have taught my girlfriend and I so much and helped our relationship grow, not just in the kink realm, but also the regular everyday stuff. Well, everyday stuff, Boogie. Apparently, we fuck up. Yeah. So so you you don't don't have have to. to. (laughs) Our communication has improved so much and you guys were a major part of it. The subtext there is because you fuck up so much. (laughs) I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. As long as people are winning. 
I like that. That's, they can win at our I, expense. That's good. We're yeah. good with that. Seriously, guys, we're good with that. We're, yeah, well, that's why we have a show. This is true. Matrix, who has been our supporter for three years, wrote in regard Matrix. to the first half of PP episode. He says, I appreciate you all so much. You are a breath of fresh air in a world full of shitty pretending air. If I could give you a million dollars a month, I would. A specialty Boogie and Kathy show, sexy vids, the girls' butts, and voiceovers makes me feel very good about that money. Oh, my God. That's Matrix, very nice. You rock. Thank That's you so very, much. very, very nice. It's very nice people to say stuff like now that. Now I have pressure. <laughs> the pressure I'm all, I'm is all on. voice? Did we, did I, am I supposed to put audio up? Wait. Oh. Jingles? Jingles. No, okay. You I, downloaded yeah. ringtone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got, yeah, There's okay, I'm working on it. stuff up there. I'm working on it. Songs like this. Oh, I make a pee-pee dance. No, no pee-pee in my pants. Too much tea, too much tea. Now I got a Give me that one. <laughs> did you upload the the wah one? Yeah, I did. You did. It is. It's okay, a, it's on. It's on the thing. Is it on the thing? Okay, I have to apologize. Wait, we're not in PP news anyway. We'll get to we'll get to my apology about the website. Um, briefly, what what are we supposed to do now? As this this wait. Uh, oh, I I changed the initial to SFA. I see. You know, is an abbreviation for some fucking advice. It's kind of yeah, cool. cool. Hey, it's time for SFA. But then I didn't remember what I did, so... So you got to remember, that's part of it. <laughs> that's part of moving production along. <laughs> you actually remember your fucking abbreviations. Is a zebra Libya all covered with stripes? Seek our godly wisdom on some fucking advice. SFA. <laughs> now we have godly wisdom. It we are. To, every jingle makes us more yeah, a little godly, bit, a little yes. bit, a little bit closer to heaven, Kathy. That's every day on perverted podcast. That's very true. Take me for a walk. Wrote to us. This is remember Rock Lobster, the Poland I, chick from uh, Legions. Oh of yes, 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 yes. She wrote to us and said, uh, "I visited a therapist on and off for a couple of years now, but I'm still too shy to say something about my kinky lifestyle, things that I'm into, and that I am polyamorous." I'm scared of being judged, even though he is a trained professional, is huh. there to help me, and has seen bigger freaks than me. How is it in the U.S.? Do you feel like society might judge you, even though it's 2019 and everyone is supposed to be so open-minded? No, the U.S. sucks. Yes. <laughs> it's just as bad as no, everywhere it's just else. Shit. We're all the same. We're all human. Asterisks. Anyway, anything we say, the U.S. sucks. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, the U.S. doesn't suck. Uh, it, it, it's it's the same it, everywhere. It's the same everywhere. I, I actually humans I, suck. Yeah, humans suck. That's the important thing. Yes. You put humans together, and they thank will you do for clarifying that, some Del. good things, and then they will do some bad things, and then groups of people uh, tend to perpetuate either good or bad things depending on the leaders of those groups. Did I just make some sort of weird like? Yeah, that's what I've noticed. Uh, this is a fantastic uh, question and email. And it gives me, this is one of those where there's not enough information. And so you and I have to kind of speculate as to what the meaning of the person writing it, you know, what are they thinking? So this could be on base, off base, you know, 15 different angles. Uh, everything is just an opinion based on what we're reading into it. But there's a couple things that I know, at least from being here, um, that uh, the DSM, which is uh, the the book where they identify all the psychological pathologies, um, and that's what all of our therapists and stuff go by here. Uh, I don't know if it's the same in, in other places, but I'm sure it's something similar, or maybe it is a global. global there's book. one other one, but okay. yeah, it's 
it's similar. It's in general. Um, BDSM, uh, in the positive recreational way, was declassified in the last edition. As a pathology. As, as a pathology. So most people in therapy understand uh, or should understand that this, if done in a way that is constructive, consensual, and, and so forth. <laughs> <laughs> the mic just fell on a oh, did it? <laughs> Mike attack on Unger! <laughs> and it scared him. <laughs> Mike attack. He's like, that wasn't me! I didn't break it! Pretty much. It wasn't me! That was not your shitty tape job, Boogie. Uh, so path- so uh, BDSM as a pathology has been ruled out among the psychological community. So there should be a certain... We're not saying because psychologists, therapists, and psychiatrists are all humans and have a tendency to be either good or shitty themselves just experienced that myself um so the hope is is that they will be hip to what's going currently and they would not judge you for being kinky now then the thing that gives me some questions is if it's been two years because i couldn't imagine at least for me because kink for me is very integral in my entire life my existence is about teaching kink and positive sexuality polyamory you know all of these things that i'm really into so i could not imagine being able to avoid that topic in therapy uh it immediately comes out uh in therapy that these are the things i'm into because i want to know if my therapist is one of those old school judgmental people that still thinks it's a pathology even though it's been declassified as a pathology the other aspect is that i got from this is is there still a sense of guilt in the poster that maybe you're doubting yourself and and your motives for your kink and your BDSM and your poly and that maybe you're having some insecurities about yourself and you don't want a qualified therapist to maybe point out some of those negative behaviors because you're trying to hold on to something. That's kind of the that is what would be kind of something I. You, does that make sense? And I'm not saying that this is what's happening, but that is something to ask yourself. Yeah, because we, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know what exactly the, yeah, what. what's going on there. Are you feeling a little guilty? And ultimately, you go ahead. You know. Uh, no, I, I agree. I mean, keeping uh, keeping your kink, your fetish, whatever you want to call it, secret from your therapist kind of is um, you're, you're only hurting yourself. So you kind of have no choice uh, unless you're... Unless you're dealing with something very, very specific that has nothing to do with your kink or BDSM or your kink happens to be a very small portion of your life. Right. Pretty much is something you're going to have to bring up at some point. So then your task is just finding a therapist that is kink friendly. Right. And that is, can be a tall order depending on where you are. Um, and not, in, not necessarily that easy of a thing to do because you're going to have people who, uh, therapists are just like any other profession. You don't leave your uh, prejudices and biases at the door. You try, but if you, you are... You know it's a, part of the job. Exactly. If you're a highly religious pers- person, if you have some major reservations about anything kink-related and you you have major biases against it, you're, you're not going to be a good therapist to someone who needs to discuss those things. So one way or another, you're going to have to do some legwork. If you, if you find someone who is not working for you, you move on to the next one. If you found someone that does work for you, great. But you it, just like you can't um, guarantee anything 
whether it's your boss that you're working with that, or your coworker that you have to work alongside, you're never going to be guaranteed of what the person sitting across right. from you is going to think of you. And maybe that's a fear, too. That's good that you point that out because that gives me another option is that maybe the poster uh, is Rock Lobster's name. Uh, take Me For A Walk. Take Me For A Walk, right. Yeah. Maybe uh, Take Me's... <laughs> I don't have an abbreviation for it. Whatever, I'll just say the poster. Just call um, her Vrock Lobster. Vrock Lobster. Um, maybe there's a kind of, maybe there's a fear there that if at this point they do uh, talk to their therapist about it and then all of a sudden find out that the therapist is now kind of judgmental against it, then that is going to change the dynamic of your opinion of that therapist and your ability to trust that therapist. And maybe after so long with that therapist and, and it's been successful in this way and you've made progress with this therapist, that maybe there's also a fear that telling the therapist might yield information. Because I just, I like I said, I just had that great, I had, I had a couple different ones and one of them was a great therapist but had some weird just some weird shit and and it ended the the therapy um because they're a human and so and that was very sad and it was at a horrible time in my life to to have that happen um so there is a fear that you're like oh if if this doesn't work out and if they do turn into someone like that then I have to now go start all over again with a new therapist. Did you have something you want to say? Uh, yeah. Um, I have a therapist right now, and mine's fine, and he's helpful. He just isn't well-versed in the particulars, so I'd have much more luck going to, there's a couple of BDSM, like, certified therapists in L.A., right, right. which if I had, like, a major issue, I could schedule with them. But mine's, like, passable, and he's just concerned with, are you happy? Is everyone consenting? Cool. Right, right. Like... He once asked me to bring in some of my toys, and he was just, like, confused. And he was like, oh, God, that's so, like, painful, the shocky thing. But, like, he can't help me with, like, dynamics or So anything. you shocked your therapist's balls he just a- as a No, 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 just his hand. Oh, okay. But, like, and, and he you can help him? with, like, normal social Did you pay items. him for this session, or was this before or after the session? <laughs> because I'm it telling... It was in the middle. It was in the... So you paid to teach your therapist about kink? For, like, two minutes. Okay. I just wanted to say, because that is, that, I'm, I'm just saying that that is kind of a peeve, because I've heard a lot of people complain that, and it's just like, because it's true. If a therapist is not kinky, then they don't know much. Maybe they're okay with it, and they say, as long as you're happy and consensual, they're fine, but they're now seeking information, and now you are the person educating them so they can now have better information to do with their clients. It doesn't and I'm like, as much as anymore. He's just like, what events did I go to? And no, no, no. Like, I'm, just, but, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just side, yeah. side ranting that, uh, you, you, I, there's people that are like, I spent my entire session educating my uh, therapist about kink. And I'm like, shouldn't that have been something they s- set up with you before or after your session so you're not paying them to educate them? I don't know. It's just a peeve of mine. Because I've done that with therapists of, before, twice. Of, of the session, then yeah. That's yeah, not I've fair. done that with uh, with a number of therapists where they start asking me, so what is what is, what is is this? And and uh, I'm like... I, I need uh, to look. There's currently going around in the actual medical field of standards for how to address or deal with BDSM because like, it's not gone over really like at all for them. Right, right. So there's, like, guidelines of how to not shame and stuff, but it's still, they're working out the standards. The kinks? Yes, they're working out the kinks and the kinks. Ah! Ah! No. No! Take that pun back. Take it back. Do it. 
Because even if they're trying to be helpful, there's like, if they're even if they fully knew kink, there's like stuff they have to walk around anyway. Sure, sure. Hmm. Well, I think, I, and once again, I, I I hope this works out, and I really hope the poster does talk to their therapist and and takes that risk because especially because they're okay. If your kink is just something you do for fun, it's just in the bedroom, it's not a big deal. But if it is something, that, especially if you're polyamorous, that means you have multiple relationships. The dynamics of having multiple relationships do have differences to having monogamous relationships. And there may be some things that you need to unpack about a, a polyamorous relationship that I think it it would be helpful if your therapist knew about that. Right, because if your th- therapist doesn't know how ethical... The, how ethical non-monogamy works, they're just going to think you're cheating right. and they're not going to give you good advice or they're going to think you're lying about it or that you might say it's this way, but it yeah. really isn't. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm not going to lie. It's not a necessarily easy thing to find a therapist who is versed, well-versed in polyamory and in kink uh, or S&M. It's, but, yeah, no, it, but I, it's, not, it's not that unusual. Yeah, they, I mean, both the last the two therapists that I I just had, um, they were neither of them were kinky, but they were both. It, it didn't conflict uh, with the therapy, so I think I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Good luck. We'd love to hear. What yeah, I'd happens. love to hear the response of that. She's like, oh, you're a dick. Thanks. Now I'm looking for a new therapist. They forgot my name and called me forgot. Rock Lobster. <laughs> I'm talking about the therapist. <laughs> and also for the rest of the world, it's the ICD, the World Health Organizations. It's on their 11th edition. So, so it's I the ICD and the, the, and the, the DSM. DSM. The DSM, DSM is the, the states. The oh, okay, the so, so we yeah. are arrogant and we have our own version because everyone yep. else's psychology is obviously wrong. So we found the WHO, so it's ours anyway. We found the WHO? We no, the WHO is British. Who. They did it? Okay. The WHO was a British band. The no, World, the world we Health did not, Organization. We, we did not find the WHO. The, the Pete Townsend created huh? the Who. What are you talking about? He's going World off. Health Organization. Okay, what is that? What were? Now. Oh, Who? Oh, see, Who? <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw you under the bus. <laughs> Teenage Wasteland. Oh yeah. Oh, my. Wasteland. You know, there was a Who show, I think it was 1971, and Keith Moon was the drummer for the Who, and he was fucking nuts, and maybe used a lot of drugs, and there was a big show, I think, it, I think there was a show in Texas, check this out, Kathy, this was so cool. And Were you there? No, but I saw some video <laughs> from it, and there's this show, and Keith Moon was so wasted on fucking pills that he literally just fell off the stage literally like he he was playing drums and he starts going backwards and he's playing the sky like he was falling backwards still trying to play and just fell off the stage <laughs> he was so wasted and they drag him off and Pete Townsend gets on stage and says does anybody out there know how to fucking play drums and this was like thousands of people and some kid was like yeah and he was a good drummer nice brought him on stage I mean, Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters does this now all the time. Bands do this all the time. But this was like 1971 or whatever or something like that. Brought the kid on stage. Kid knew every fucking Who song. Kicked the shit out of the rest of the show and played uh, and filled in for uh, for Keith Moon until he sobered up. And it was cool. And then when the guy died, because the drummer, the kid, whatever, he had a brain tumor or something, died, Pete Townsend actually wrote, a little eulogy for him, thanking him and the family for that, you know, 
stepping up in a bad situation and rocking it. That's a very cool move. It's a rock star move. Yeah, pretty rock star. What were we talking about again? I don't even know anymore. Neither. This is the type of show you get when you have uh, somebody in a depressive episode like yourself and somebody in a manic, uh, borderline paranoid schizophrenic zone like myself. That's right. It's good. This, <laughs> this is it. It doesn't so get any better than this. I don't even know. I didn't even know we started the show, and here we are. We're already a perverted podcast news. Doing. Where, where's your mind been this whole time that you didn't Obviously, know? Obviously, it was just on the orgy. It was just, no. <laughs> no, no. An orgy in the head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the PP Report. We would like to send shout-outs to three of our new supporters on Patreon. Marissa, Bass, and Kevin, welcome aboard, you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for, for being having belch of faith welcome. in us. That is the Belch of Welcome. Oh That's a good God. name, Del. The Belch of Welcome. The- you have received the Belch of Welcome. Ooh. Okay. Hopefully you won't have the flavor that went with the belch of welcome because that was not. It was French fries. I'm here to attest that was not a good. That uh, was French fries. Oh, I don't eat much anymore, Kathy. I've lost weight. What'd you say? This is why I'm sitting further back. Oh, that you had an ulterior motive. Is that what else it? do we got? I'd like to sit back. Did there. we tell people about uh, early access starting next week? Perverted. We did tell them, and we need to remind them right now that it starts next week. For the, it yes. starts next week. So they were starting, worried that last week was going to happen. They're like, oh no. So starting <laughs> next week for two days, you will go. Where's the show? Where's the show? And then on Thursday. We usually release Tuesday morning on uh, Thursday. Uh, the show will pop up. And then from then on, every Thursday. So there's only two days you will be confused. And then after that, oh, it, it releases on Thursday. But to our Patreon uh, supporters, it will go up on patreon.com uh, forward uh, slash for, perverted, perverted podcast. If and you are a supporter. If yes. you are a supporter. And it Same will go old time, up. new place. Yeah, pretty much. So that's it. Yeah. The, what else, what else is on there? Oh dear God! Oh Kathy, four two four two two six twenty thirty seven. That is our phone number. We I stepped up the game. We played Joy's question last week. It was very good. And the reason there was four other calls, but the reason we only played Joy's uh, voicemail question is because uh, Joy spoke clearly. And articulated. The enunciated. The enunciated. If, if, because the phone already sounds like shit. This is a radio dilemma for decades. And they have all sorts of processors and compressors to try to make the, you know, to boost the correct voice signal to make it sound less shitty. But we don't have those things. And if you don't speak clearly into your phone and know where the microphone is on your phone or talk into the side of your neck... If I can't hear it clearly, I'm not going to put it on the show. So you have so to. Four people spoke four, so badly. Well, it's not even Damn. that they spoke badly. What like, is wrong with you people? Like, I don't want you to feel bad about yourself or whatever. But a and there's it's not just the badly. You can't ramble either. Because the, you know you got to give me like you know good twenty. If you got a question, yeah, say say a question for twenty seconds. We're not going to put on a three minute thing that I have to kind of. You know what? So, Listen what? to show one ninety six. Do it like Joy did. Yeah, that's just, a perfect yeah, example. It's a, it's a good thing. So you know, fifteen, twenty, thirty seconds tops, and speak clearly. And we want to hear your questions. It, it's exciting to me. To have the listeners hear that, oh, people are really, because we talk about emails and stuff like that, but it is nice to hear 
our listeners' voice and to have them be part of the show and ask the question and then we deal with it. And I'm not so, going to lie. I'm really kind of bummed because you're right. I love hearing that stuff. It, and if you called and are not hearing your messages because yeah, it's it was just, either need, too long yeah, or I just, too garbled and we couldn't hear. So yes, please call back. Sometimes people just hold their phone down and yeah. it's kind of like in their chin and it's you're going to kind of go, it's going to kind of be... You, this is not going to work because people are listening to their show in their cars and stuff like that, and that's not going to cut through. So when you speak, this like we're speaking right now, talk directly into the microphone and say, you know people are going to now fuck with it and speak really slow. It's going to be funny. 424-226-2037. We want your questions. It definitely helps make the show more fun. Yes. If they also try just emailing a MP3, would that be clearer? Maybe no the no. the format the format of of the recording doesn't make any difference. It's what you speak into and how you speak. Okay, you know, I just so. wonder if the phone made it significantly worse. Well, no, yeah, I, I mean, most people don't have a studio like we do where they can actually set up a microphone. But yes, absolutely, if you have a microphone, and if it was something to where. I can pull audio if you send a, like, if you videotape yourself, but even then, the audio, if you don't have a mic right on it, yes, if you have a studio and you go into your mic and you sound like this, hi, perverted podcast, this is Frank. I have a penis. I would like to talk about it. Please talk about my penis. Then we will talk about your penis. Damn it, Frank. No, no. You know what? <laughs> also, people hold phones, and if you're just hold, like you said, but you're holding like this, and it's not, it's not right. The mic isn't right on your face. Yeah, yeah. The person on the other uh, end of the phone is going to hear you, but we will not because no, it's, it's recording. Not it's going to sound which horrible. I don't even know. You where can also f- listen to the message after you record it. Like that's an option usually with phones, right? It's like, would you like to listen to your recording? Or yeah, re-record? yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can do that, but you also got to understand. I'm listening to it with an audio with an audio ear, so just speak clearly. I don't even know where the microphone and my phone is. So, so I just talk in general. I know the sound comes from the back. It's like fucking fire for a caveman. <laughs> just gave you a look. I don't. I'm just like, hello. Where do I talk into this thing? I catch my chops. He's all. Did I just hear that right? Yeah, it's true. I like hold it like normal, but I think that I don't like. Look at your phone. Like it's where right there at the, the bottom. Circles is in the metal. The what? <laughs> There's holes in the metal. That's where the speaker is. No, no, no. Look what that. See, that's the speaker. So where's the mic? That, where's the mic? Show it. Okay, Mr. Fancy Fucking Pants. Show me. I, you, you hold it like this, you know, because you think. Oh, look. Now everyone's looking at their phone. So I guess I'm not fucking crazy, am I? Oh, you gone, psycho. Oh, you're crazy, all right. <laughs> Unger's finger fucking the bottom of his phone. So it's in the bottom. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe that's your microphone right there. It's kind of small. So this when you is, talk, you talk to the bottom you of your phone. You used to see people talk like that. Oh. They used to hold it because like Because when you hold like it right that. here, the mic's right there. All right, so look up and uh, just talk directly into the mic. I like how we've spent five minutes. <laughs> Nobody is ever going to call is, us again. This is the end of the fucking show. 424-226-2037. And God damn it, please, let me just go get some mud chops. That, my friends, is our show. A huge thank you to Threshold for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. And much kinky love to you, our amazing listeners. Joining us in the Love Lab tonight was Dal, who insisted on sitting behind me. Yep. Just lurking. Lurking. (laughs) (laughs) Unger the axe thrower. Unger the axe thrower. Yay! Mew. Thank you, Mew. Oh, what? Oh, yes, what? You're I'm throwing axes at Kathy? That's how you're going to do the cutting? Wait, no, what I'm going with him. Wait, what? You're going with him? I'm going to be throwing some hatchet axes. What the axes fucking shit. wait a minute? <laughs> 
Wait a minute. He's laughing. <laughs> Why would you not fucking talk about that? I don't know. You're going to go throw axes? Well, because I we're busy not. talking about I the haven't shops. decided yet. Yeah, really? Do you have little axes, little Kathy axes? No. He says they're more like hatchets. They are. Kind of, yeah, okay. Yeah. They so need to spin in the I'll air. Throw a hatchet. You're gonna throw Apparently a hatchet. Apparently, it's in a cage, so nobody can get hurt but me. <laughs> in case I throw it back at my own eye, you'll find a way. Hungry's <laughs> just shaking his head at me, going, "No, that's not gonna happen." That's gonna be cool. Why wouldn't you say that during the show? I don't know. You're we gonna go axe know. throwing. Are you gonna get a picture or some video of that? Yeah, we'll do. We'll get pictures. We'll do a picture. Video. We can do video. Do video. No. I, I know. I, I can. If you can do video. Yeah. Oh, my God. Coaches, our listeners. Coaches Kat, will, will take pictures. Kathy oh, throwing an axe. Gravy. The throw, come on, Kathy. Would the listeners. Okay. How many listeners in the room would like to see a video of Kathy throwing an axe? Me. Okay. One, two. Mew. Focus. Mew. Put your hand up. You're never getting any that's more candy. It. That's it. That's for, Oh, by the way, <laughs> Kathy gave candy. Kathy gave candy in my car. Huh? We have candy. <laughs> okay, so it's settled. Get a video of Kathy throwing an axe. Let oh. her throw a few so she can get we'll only put the oh, one up I mean, that sticks. They'll, they'll, we'll be there for a while. So, okay. Yeah, it'll be cool <laughs> the so you're going to get drunk and throw axes is what <laughs> you're saying? All right. We're getting out of control here. I am not no, getting drunk get an and there's no video. You get drunk after you throw the axes. That's right. Well, soon it'll be... Well, it'll well. be during. <laughs> a fucking pint and an axe. That's just great. I have a point. I have a point. <laughs> ah, throw an axe at it. Ah, the, the fuck my. The listeners will know what's going on. Ah, there's one list. Did you? I got to worry about then. What are you <laughs> ah, saying? Don't worry. So stick it in the, the fist. I'll stick it in my pint. It'll feel better. Okay, what? I'm done with no. that. Okay. No. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us and speak Clearly, 424-226-2037. And please don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, I got nothing to say, but we'll be back next week. And here's probably a song, and it's going to be great. And it's show 198, and I love you guys. And fucking amen. I'm going to go catch some Pokemon. Woo! Woo! Yay! Rookie the beluga whale had a problem Was a child actor but now's an alcoholic Total spoiled brat but now he's on the skids Drinking stolen rum from sunken pirate ships The bottom of the glacier Looks better from the top When you shit on those who love you no one's sad when you fall off. Pookie called his agent screaming like a diva. Why haven't you gotten me work? I was America's fucking sweetheart. The only gig he got was a celebrity boxing contest. Showed up really drunk and got his ass kicked by a walrus. The bottom of the glacier. Looks better from the top. Now I'm not so cute. When you shit on those who love you, no one's sad when you fall off. Pookie doesn't get it. He's just an aging narcissist. The penguins used to love him. But now they pretend he doesn't exist.
Spooky the beluga whale hit a new low for Boozy. Let the Eskimos have sex with his blowhole. Ew, ew, ew. Fucking ew, ew. Ew, Eskimo, Amber Gris. Ew! The bottom of the glacier. Everybody loves me. Looks better from the top. Now I'm not so cute. When you shit on those who love you. better than you. We all get a thrill when you fall off. Hey, hey! Pookie swam away. Pookie swam away. He swam away.